0: started hearing about this next story several weeks ago uh, with uh, questions of what's going to happen with the Sangamon County Rescue Squad. Uh, it's a group of uh, first responders who show up to scenes that uh, not many of people can have the guts to show up to and uh, doing all kinds of rescuing type of operations. Uh, but there seems to be a, a bit of a, a reorganization of sorts that are, that's happening, uh, dealing with with training for the Sangamon County Rescue Squad and decisions being made by the uh, Office of Emergency Operations and Emergency Management here in Sangamon County. So to, to, to help shed some more light on this for those of you out there, uh, let's talk now with Sangamon County Administrator Brian McFadden here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY Springfield's News. News and talk. Brian, thanks for taking the time. How you been? Uh, good. How you doing? Good, good, good. All right, so I guess let's get to the crux of this. What's going on sure. with the uh, Sangamon County Rescue Squad?
1: Well, as you mentioned, uh, for some time now, there's been an effort to uh, revisit and update the uh, standard operating procedures, the SOPs of the Rescue Squad. Uh, they haven't been updated in some time, and uh, through that effort, and, and really that effort is trying to address, really re- revolves around structure of the rescue squad the training and and the record keeping of the rescue squad and and through that effort it was determined uh that uh, it was discovered that uh, the rescue squad was not adhering to its own bylaws its own standard operating procedures which require an emt certification to be a member of the rescue squad so we're kind of in a transitional period where we're moving from the old sops to a new proposed sops but both of those the old and the new proposed uh, would require a medical certification which many of the rescue squad members do not have at
0: the moment so what does that mean though for um emergency operations i know the the rescue squad's shown up to a variety of different scenes uh sometimes uh you know diving into a, a lake somewhere or uh you know variety of other types of uh, emergencies that they may show up to what's what's going to happen in those particular instances
1: so yeah, as you mentioned, yeah, the rescue squad, really the, the their main focus is uh, through a dive team, a K-9 team. They also provide support services at uh, a fire scene. They're not firefighters, but they do provide uh, <clears throat> uh, support services there on the scene. So they are in a stand-down position right now. It's the decision of the, the county board office to do that because uh, discussions with both county attorneys and our insurance providers, and there are very strong liability concerns that if their own rules say they have to have this medical certification and they don't, uh, there's a high risk of liability. So what we've done is put them into uh stand down uh, and we are uh, arranging for that training to occur. Uh, I think most everyone involved in this uh, understands that there's a need for this training. Even if you're, you know, you're doing a, a, a canine rescue, you're, you're combing a field for a missing uh, senior citizen or child, uh, there's always the potential for a medical emergency involved with with these things that the, the rescue squad does. So, so, um, so we're trying to get that training in place and get everybody up to speed with their certification. We want with, to see that happen as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, talking with Brian McFadden, Sangamon County Administrator, about the Sangamon County Rescue Squad, part of the Office of Emergency Management in Sangamon County. Um, how's this going to be paid for? Because from my understanding, these uh, the, these are volunteers. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it is, it's a volunteer squad, you're right. Uh, the training will be paid for by the county. Um, traditionally, the rescue squad is paid for that. They have fundraisers, they have a chili uh, supper and things like that. Um, but one of the things we really need to address is tightening up the training, both the actual training itself and then the record-keeping that comes along with that to make sure we know the situation of, of everyone on the rescue squad. I mean, we, we want a rescue squad. These, these men and women uh, provide a very valuable service uh, to the community, Uh, with what they do. So we want to see them back in action. uh, But we don't want just, you know, just a rescue squad in in name only. We want a a high quality, highly trained, qualified rescue squad. and And we need to have the data to back that up.
0: Brian McFadden, uh, lastly here, and just kind of to reiterate an earlier question, uh, what should uh, people, you know, uh, should they have any concerns about uh, getting rescued in in case of an emergency if this uh, uh, rescue squad is on uh, stand-down orders?
1: Well, you know, ironically, the rescue squad does not have a mandate to do what it does. It's provided the service for quite some time now, probably 50 or 60 years or even longer than that. Um, The the folks that are required to provide those services, whether it's a water rescue, uh, often falls, water or canine, anything like that, uh, often falls to a local fire protection district or the Department of Natural Resources. So there are, uh, OEM has checked, and there are backups in place uh, in case something does come up in this interim period when uh, they're temporarily offline. So that is important. And it wasn't an easy decision. I mean, it's just its a tough decision because, again, these, these, these men and women provide a very valuable service and are uh, respected for what they do, but um, they were not certified to provide the medical assistance, and that is part of the requirement to be on the rescue squad and to, to perform the services that they do.
0: Brian McFadden, greatly appreciate you taking time and shedding some more light on this issue. Uh, I imagine we'll talk about this in the future and maybe some other issues as well. All right, we'll talk again sure. soon. Sounds great. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.